push your button. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Today's the third Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for vinegar and spice and everything nice with Nick DeVoren of the local spicery and Thomas Allen of California Balsamic. If you would like to meet them in person, and get a lot of products and not have to pay for shipping, they will be at a local event this Sunday. This is the year 2024, just in case. January 21st, I will put the information to the meetup group. I don't want to post a private address on social media, but you can join my meetup group. It's free. And then all the information to see them in person this Sunday, January 21st, 2024 from 12 to noon at our monthly meetup. And there'll be a band, the Party Boys, the preeminent band in Sacramento. You need to come to these events. They're free, they're fun, and you can connect with like-minded people. And please welcome to the show, Nick and Tommy. Hello guys, how are you? Afternoon, Chef. It's going to be a thriller this Sunday, and it's going to be from noon till two. Is that right? Noon till two. Noon to two out there. I heard at twelve noon. Uh, noon to twelve. I went noon to twelve. Hmm, that's a really short. You got to eat fast. Yeah. <laughs> noon. Well, to sometimes it goes a little noon. bit over, and, and and the folks up here always seem to arrive a little earlier. So, well, this this oh, is the place sorry. to go if you want to try a lot of good uh, vegan dishes. Wow. Oh, uh, and, and I'm planning on bringing this Sunday because it is a potluck. I'm going to bring one of the dishes that we made that we make today is what we're going to bring to the uh, to the to the potluck. And I can't wait because we tried this the one dish just before airtime, and I went, "Oh, this is killer! I absolutely love it." So nice. that's a real treat. But I mean, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone out there. Um, this is and, our first time uh, connecting since last year. So true. And 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 I know, Chef, it must be absolutely freezing in Sacramento at a very bone-chilling 54 degrees. Oh to my everyone God. in the Midwest and the North and and uh, you know who are in sub-zero temperatures right now, please excuse these wimpy Californians for complaining about 54 degree weather. I but, complain. Uh, you know, you I, I never even owned scarves until I moved up here. Scarves, hats. I, I had to buy a coat. I mean, this is crazy. But anyway, we, I think you know. We we had snow in the forecast last week. Fortunately, it didn't happen. But uh, for us, when it snows, it uh, it it kind of just blows us all away. Oh, there you yeah. are, and Nick, yeah. you're at twenty five hundred feet thereabouts. Uh, yeah, thereabouts. There you I are. Just, so yeah, you'll just, definitely uh, get it. Uh, uh, up in the foothills, and the problem is that we uh, we live in a up on a hill with a lot of winding streets, and uh, and you know, we have a long, steep driveway, which is uh, hard to get out of once just a tiny bit of snow gets on it. Uh dear me, the days my growing up in Michigan, I remember those days, and remember how much I didn't like uh, driving in the snow. So um, Actually, I, I'm glad I'm not there. You know, Thomas, the, the day that I met you, which was, uh, what was it, like four years ago at the, uh, yeah, uh, at the church, Eat, Eat Healthy Sacramento, uh, yeah. we were snow we were snowed out, had to put snow chains on. And I don't know if you remember, I showed up and found weather gear and I was all covered in mud. And, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it was, you know, I'm 
thrilled to death that uh, that you were able to make it there because this has been a wonderful relationship. You know, was, and I a, know that it was, Ethel, a, it was a great this, time and uh, hasn't hasn't stopped going. I know the chef wants us to get married, you know, to combine our two companies together. Well, I, oh, wouldn't that be great? A brick and mortar store up here with both your stuff. You guys would crush it. And Nick, we missed you at Dr. John Scharfenberg's 100th birthday party. Thomas came. Hey, oh, oh, it was a I'm summer. sorry I missed it. You, yeah. I think you were yeah, out of town awesome. or something. I think he was out of town. He gets a pass. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, life is good out here. And and so we've had a wonderful holiday. We got a boatload of relatives came over for the Christmas holiday uh, this year. And so we went from never having relatives ever at any uh, um, holiday to I think we're seven of us in the house um, over the holiday period. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, we look forward to be able to do that every year. So let's Let's get this party started. Da, 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 da. That's as close to the singing telegram as you're going to get. Sorry. It looks like you got a milkshake, <laughs> but you used to be a singing telegram person. I right? did singing telegrams for two years. I did over a thousand telegrams in the suburbs of Detroit, uh, you know, way back wow. in the, oh, 82, 80, 1982, 1983, something like that, 40 years ago. Yeah, that was, uh, that was good fun. That was the most fun job I ever had. Uh, didn't pay very well, but boy, talk about enjoying what you work, uh, enjoying what you do. Singing telegrams for me, because I've been singing most of my life, uh, was just easy, right up my alley, and a no-brainer, and, and absolutely had a great time. But anywho, all right, so we've got four wonderful recipes. A couple of them are super simple, so that's why we could do them quickly here. And uh, the first recipe for uh, the new year is from our good friend Eileen Mirsky. She has sent us so many wonderful recipes. And I have to say that for this particular one, this is the, the berry smoothie one here is what she sent us. And you need to go to our website and click on the recipe page because underneath or attached to this recipe are her three grandkids. And they're all each having a glass or, uh, of this smoothie and all of them have this wonderful purple mustache that is just as absolutely cute as can be uh, for this particular uh, smoothie. And it's just cute as can be. And she gave me permission to use it on our website so the kids can see themselves on there. They're famous. So anyway, uh, it's called Sneaky Berry Smoothie. Now it says, she said, a belated Happy New Year to all of California Balsamic. My grandchildren truly enjoyed this recipe, and I hope you and the readers do as well. Be sneaky. Don't, tell, don't let the children or skeptical adults see you add cauliflower or optional beans to the smoothie. If children know, I can almost guarantee they won't like it, even before they try it. Uh, so the cauliflower and beans cannot be tasted. They elevate the smoothie to a substantial snack and will keep you uh, satiated longer. Using frozen berries and cauliflower is generally more convenient, economical, and it's the best way to go. So it goes like this. The ingredients are half a cup of fresh or frozen strawberries, half a cup of fresh or frozen blueberries or blackberries, and since today's Flavor of the month is blackberry balsamic. We use blackberries. A frozen banana cut into one-inch slices. 
half a cup of frozen cauliflower, a half a cup of plant-based milk, we use almond milk, a half teaspoon of vanilla extract or powder, three quarters cup of water, a quarter cup of blackberry balsamic, and a quarter cup of cooked white beans. So crazy easy. Uh, add all the ingredients to a blender and process until completely blended to a pretty purple liquid. Add more water or plant-based milk to your desired consistency or less water, and you can turn it into a berry sorbet. If the smoothie is not a sweet enough for your taste, add a little squirt of date syrup or some frozen pineapple or more blackberry balsamic. And finally, uh, she says, bananas should be very ripe with black spots on the peel before freezing them. So peel, chop into one half slices and then freeze them. Otherwise trying to peel a frozen banana is not pretty. And they'll be sweeter this way with a better banana. And this is simply the, the smoothie here. It's all rocking out there. We put a little garnish and a paper straw in there. And uh, this, and you absolutely cannot taste the beans or the cauliflower in this. It's 100% delicious. And the photo of the kids is outrageously cute. So That's thank you so much, Eileen. Yep. It is way cute. So we like that one a lot. Okay, that's the first one. Recipe number two is from the world-famous Brenda Patchell. Thank you so much. She sent us lots of recipes over the years. And this is the mixed berry rice salad. Chef, have you ever had rice in a salad before? I have, and it's so good when it's chilled, isn't it? It's wonderful. I This is my first pleasantly surprised you know when i saw it i went oh it sounds a little bizarre but you know let's try it and we tried it and absolutely loved it so uh the ingredients are a quarter cup of coconut milk uh canned like thai kitchen brand or something similar to that three tablespoons of a berry jam that uses fruit juice sweetened only yeah there's lots of brands uh, two tablespoons of blackberry balsamic Yes, there are. Um, let's see, an eighth of a teaspoon of vanilla powder, four to six drops of uh, agave syrup, two cups of cooked rice. She used jasmine for this particular one. Uh, I wouldn't recommend necessarily the white to kind sticky rice, you know, like hinode or things like that. It's just a little bit too sticky. Um, a cup of fresh blueberries, three quarters cup of fresh strawberries uh, in bite-sized pieces, three quarters of a cup of frozen cherries, thawed and then quartered, two bananas, one half inch sliced and then quartered, and then chopped nuts uh, or hemp seeds for garnish. We use almonds. Now, in a small bowl, add the coconut milk, blackberry balsamic, mixed berry jam, vanilla and agave, and stir until it's well combined. In a larger bowl, add the rice, blueberries, strawberries, cherries, and then the sauce that you just made, and stir until everything is coated. Gently stir in the banana chunks and serve garnished with some nuts or some other fruit on there. And she says, it's best to add the bananas and sauce to the rice just before serving. This is to keep the rice from soaking up too much sauce, making the salad drier, and it keeps the bananas from getting brown and mushy. And uh, we made two little bowls here, but here is 
the one one bowl right here. And I have to say, Chef, that is 100% delicious. I it sounds like a, so, like, like a dessert more than a, a savory. It, yes, I have to say that it is. Yeah. Because like it's got it all the fresh so fruit and the sauce. Sounds so great. I'm going to take that as a dessert uh, for this Sunday's uh, potluck. And wow. I'm going to and you're gonna mix it up just as we're gonna get ready to eat it uh, because it's better that way. Okay, that's recipe number two, easy squeezy. Um, third recipe now is from Susan Verick. And Susan has sent us, I mean, if you look at our website, you'll see Susan's name on, I imagine, you know, two dozen recipes. And she is a rock star uh, about this. She sent us four recipes and we're using two of them. Uh, for her today. Uh, this is the blackberry balsamic glazed portobello mushrooms. Um, and the ingredients are uh, two mushrooms cleaned and stemmed removed. Now for this particular recipe, we use two mushrooms. The ingredients that I'm gonna list are for four mushrooms. So we cut this recipe in half for this presentation. A cup of blackberries, a quarter cup of blackberry balsamic, two tablespoons of tamari, a tablespoon of agave syrup, two cloves of garlic, garlic minced, a teaspoon of dried thyme, pepper to taste, and fresh parsley for garnish, which is optional. Now you preheat the oven to 375. In a blender, combine the blackberries, blackberry balsamic, tamari, agave, garlic, thyme, and pepper, and blend until it's smooth. Place the portobello mushroom gill side up in a baking dish. Pour the blackberry balsamic mixture over the mushrooms, ensuring they're well coated, and bake in a preheated oven for 20 to 25 minutes until the mushrooms are tender. We did these for about 30 minutes uh, when they were set. And you can garnish with them if you like and serve as a main dish on a bed of rice or quinoa. And here is our little combination. Oops, sorry, here that's the right. There we are. And this is the portobello mushrooms with the sauce inside. Now, when we did this, the pan here has all this wonderful sauce right here on the bottom of the pan here that came out from the mushroom. We always say, keep that sauce. Keep that sauce because that sauce is an extra bonus flavor uh, that you can put over the mushrooms as well because it's just good stuff. So that's a, a wonderful dish. We're gonna have some of this for lunch today and then have the rice salad for dessert. So that's easy squeezy. Now uh, to have a quick uh, rendition of our, of our never ending story, when Ethel and I changed the name of the business from uh, Trade Classic to California Balsamic, we introduced our new flavor and we found that about 60% of all of our customers liked the new balsamic because it was thicker, richer and sweeter. Uh, as compared to the trade classic one that was 6% acidity. And then we started experimenting with some more uh, recipes. And some of them were on the savory side. We mentioned last month that we did the Blazin Habanero and Sweet Heat, and we changed the name of those. But the original Blazin Habanero was a habanero oil and a balsamic uh, and, and the garlic peppers, uh, Sweet Heat with habanero oil, which made it way hotter, much too hot for my taste. And um, we started working with 
is uh, the habanero oil with the raspberry balsamic. So the original raspberry flame was habanero oil and raspberry balsamic. And then we made a Maui onion vinaigrette with a scallion oil and uh, actual onions from Maui. My sister Nancy lived on Maui for many years and she would just send us a box of uh, Maui onions that we would use in our dish. Uh, in each bucket, and we'd have some real Maui onions in there, which was a wonderful thing to be able to say, and we called it a Maui onion vinaigrette. And so, and then the final one that we did on the radio, we heard one day, uh, remember that silly song from many years ago, put the lime in the coconut, drink it all up. We heard that song on the radio. We went and grabbed our lime oil and our coconut balsamic, and we mixed the two together, and Tropical Splash was born. Now, we don't make that anymore, but as so many of our flavors have gone oil-free, um, all of the uh, the onion now is ruby red onion, and the raspberry flame is made with fresh peppers instead of uh, uh uh, you know, the uh, habanero oil and the blazing habanero no longer has oil in it. So because of the plant-based community, we have definitely shifted the vast majority of our products to SOS free and they sell dramatically better. So we were very, we're very glad that we uh, switched over, uh, you know, five years ago. So and uh, that's, thank you that's very that. much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes, you're welcome, Chef. Was it anything to do with you? Yes, it had everything to do with you. Well, it's amazing how loyal SOS free eaters are. You know, if you find a good yes. product for us, you know, we're going to buy it, right? And I think oh, Nick, yes, Nick has the same experience. Yeah, he, before I met you guys, Tommy, you were you were an oil pusher and Nick was a salt pusher. That's right. And, and now we only have on our website, there might only be a handful of uh, of the uh, vinaigrettes, you know, and there's 39 SOS free flavors now. So that's and, and, and I'm just teasing. There are people that eat salt and oil, but your both of your products were always vegan. Oh, uh, Gina says, please ask Thomas for cranberry vinegar. Oh, that's something that we can see if we can find. Now, I don't think that we can do it with fresh cranberries. Although we certainly could try, I mean, if they'd be cooked, that's something that we have a hard time do is cooking anything. Um, so we might have to use a flavoring for that particular one, but there's no reason why we can't experiment with it. So Marley, thank you. Barley wants to know if you have a pomegranate balsamic. You do, as far as I remember. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We have a pomegranate balsamic in the in the oil-free section, and it's uh, in our top five most popular fruit ones. That and the fig and, of course, the wild huckleberry and the Simply Lemon. Those are the best and most popular of the uh, of the fruits and citrus flavors. Nice. Okay. Gina, are you coming to the uh, meetup this Sunday? I keep posting the link, guys. It's free to come. You just have to click that link. You get you can stock up for your vinegar and your spice and everything nice. Oh, and if anyone wants to go, if anyone does go to the event this week and they want, you know, say three bottles or more of any one SOS free flavor, please call me uh, and uh, the numbers on uh, every bottle and the uh, and let us know uh, no later than uh, Friday. Of this week um, for the 21st, uh, you know, Sunday's uh, extravaganza. And we're going to go on Saturday to Ukiah, get all the bottles that we need to go for Sunday. 
So let us know by Friday and then we'll have them with your name on it. So we don't run out. We'd hate to have that happen. So, okay. And the last recipe is again from the world famous uh, Eileen Mirsky. And that is the portobello mushrooms. No, it's the blackberry balsamic quinoa stuffed uh, red bell peppers. Now we start off with, uh, we had a cup of quinoa, a cup of blackberries, uh, anywhere between one and two cups of spinach, all chopped up, a half a cup of pine nuts. We didn't have any pine nuts, so we used almonds for this one. Uh, and two uh, red bell peppers cut in half and some blackberry balsamic. So we cooked the quinoa and mixed in the blackberries, chopped spinach, and nuts. Uh, we cut the peppers in half and scooped out everything inside, stuffed them with the quinoa mixture, and baked the peppers until they were tender. It's about uh, 40, 45 minutes uh, at 375. And we drizzle with the blackberry balsamic um, you know, before a serving, and we put them on a bed of quinoa. And here they are. Lickety split quick and the lioso. Oh, that's so, beautiful. And there they are. The plate is so, beautiful too. Yeah, there's a plates that we get. Uh, Ethel has gotten at the art and craft shows that we go to. She is because Ethel was uh, a ceramicist uh, for 30 years, um, you know, making um, ceramic. So she sees pieces like that and, and she's. She buys a lot. Our cupboards are full of them. <laughs> so that's this year. Uh, that, well, the first of this year's uh, flavor. Uh, chef, let's see. Uh, uh, next month, the flavor of the month will be, drum roll please, Persian lime balsamic, straight from our the Persian lime spice, straight from our friends at localspicery.com. Thank you, Nick. You are a well, Thomas, before you, we... Thomas. Thomas, before we go to Nick, explain to people about the flavor of the month. This might be their first broadcast and how they can get a free oh. box and where they send the recipe. Sure. Oh, wonderful. So for every uh, person that sends in a recipe and we use it on our broadcast, we're sending them two eight-ounce bottles of the flavor of their choice. So Brenda and Linda and Susan will all be getting two bottles for the recipes that they sent in and two eight ounce bottles as a complimentary thank you uh, for sending in a, uh, a a recipe. Now we need to have the recipes in to orders at californiabalsamic.com by, uh, Chef, do you know when the third Tuesday is next uh, month? Do you have a calendar with you? We'll look it up right now. The third Tuesday oh, is the 20th. Oh. It's the 20th, the, 20th. the day after okay. But the day, is that nice. Yeah. Yes. Good, good, good. Okay, so, so then we would need them by the 10th. Uh, so because we have to uh, go do all the shopping and make the dishes beforehand and get it all set. But if we could have them by the 10th, then wonderful. We will, uh, now this month we had six recipes submitted, but when we use four of them, normally we only use three. But we thought some of these were so easy to do that we would do four of them. And but all six recipes that were submitted are going to be on our, our website uh, on the recipe page. And I think now we're well past 225 SOS free recipes, six more. You know, this is going to get to be a 
going to take a long time for people to scroll through all the recipes that are on our site now. Nice. Thank you, Thomas. Yes, indeed. And now to our friend, Nick. Well, <clears throat> Thomas, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. We'll be there as well. And uh, Thank you, my friend. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. One thing, uh, 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 if, uh, if anyone wants uh, to place an order, you know, a complex order and get whatever you want. We'll, we're only going to be bringing a, uh, you know, a limited uh, offering. I think uh, about 15 or 20 of our, uh, of our top SOS free blends. But if you want anything else, feel free to order on the website. Uh, uh, put in the coupon code uh, Marysville pickup, two words, and then put in the, uh, in the order comments that you want me to bring it to the, uh, to the uh, uh, meetup with Chef AJ on the 21st, and we're happy to bring any orders that way. Uh, also wanted to say we're going to be bringing our uh, our now famous uh, 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 chickpea tikka masala. It is, uh, it's actually Evelyn's favorite dish. Uh, she asks me to make it uh, quite frequently. In fact, we're making it for dinner tonight because my, uh, uh, my brother-in-law is coming up to visit us on his way off on a, on a, uh, on a journey around the country. Um, so, uh, 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 looking forward to seeing everybody there. Um, today, uh, we're going to go, we're going to start diving a little bit into, uh, uh, New Orleans cuisine. Um, I don't know if many of you know, you, you, you know, this chef AJ that, uh, 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 over the holiday, uh, we were, uh, for the first time. Without children, both of our children had told us that they had other plans with their significant others and uh, not to expect them for the holiday. And I think they expected us to tear up. But, of course, we looked at each other and said, where do you want to go? <laughs> so uh, we took a, a quick trip to New Orleans to uh, to explore uh, the cuisine of the area. We had a couple of cooking classes. We tried all the local restaurants. And uh, it was very, very interesting. Have you Have you been, Chef? To New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, one time. It wasn't for Mardi Gras, though. I, I spoke at the New Orleans Veg Fest. It's quite a city. Yeah, I, I actually was surprised at how many uh, how many vegetarian and vegan options there were with the uh, the local restaurants and the local chef. Um, it seems that, you know, not so much Cajun cooking, but more the uh, uh, the Creole restaurants uh, have a lot of uh, a lot of vegan uh, options. In fact, uh, one of the cooking classes we did was at a Creole restaurant, and uh, the chef owner of the restaurant was happy to to change the whole class for us uh, to make it. You know, he he didn't make it completely SOS free, but because he uses a uh, an oil that's called red palm oil, that was a very important flavoring to this dish. Just a tiny bit, about a tablespoon in it, and it was an interesting flavor. But other than that, completely uh, uh, SOS free and uh, and uh, whole food plant based. It was a great great time. Um, what I'm going to be cooking here quickly. I'm pretty pretty much just going to be assembling this in front of you because it comes together rather quickly. Uh, you know, you know, one of the great Cajun dishes was you know grits. Uh, grits are popular throughout the American South. Um, uh, also popular throughout Europe. Uh, uh, um, you know, of course, they don't call them grits in Europe, 
but uh, but it's, it's basically just uh, just ground corn that's uh, that's cooked, uh, you know, like like uh, you know, into a mush, and uh, and then you can serve anything you want on it. Uh, at several of the restaurants we went to, we had their carrots, and what was extraordinary to me about the carrots was you know, so many times, uh, you know, when you have you know carrots at a restaurant. They, they're adding sugar and they're adding uh, excessive acids and you really miss out on the flavor of the carrots and carrots are such a sweet vegetable, uh, uh, you know, on their own. So, uh, so we're going to do a, a, a bed of, uh, of grits with some Cajun carrots. And when I say Cajun, these are not hot. Uh, in fact, I'm adding some heat just to get a little tiny uh, warming at the back of the throat. You don't have to do that, but they, uh, uh, but they are, you know, carrots swimming in umami flavors rather than sweet flavors. And then uh, I'm just going to sprinkle a bit of gremolata on the top. Um, it's absolutely delicious, and uh, they all go together well. Uh, I was really impressed mostly by, you know, we think of Cajun cooking, and we think of things with a ton of garlic and a ton of heat. But what I was mostly impressed with was uh, uh, – the way that they layered umami flavors and uh, you know, everything was, it was subtle, but really, really deep, rich umami flavors. And we've just been having a lot of fun playing around with those. Um, hey, Nick, so if you're ready. Yeah. I, I wondered, have you ever gotten in touch with any of the big doctors that take care of kidney patients? Because, you know, you, I think you're missing a whole market for your amazing salt-free seasonings. Cause when people think of salt-free seasonings, they often just think of, Dash, which is, you know, it's fine. It's at the local grocery store. I generally can't eat it because it has black pepper. But I mean, people, if this is their first time seeing you, because we're new now to streaming on Instagram, they may not know you have barbecue spice and bacon spice and pepperoni spice, you know? I, I, I think you're right. We probably are missing out. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a note on the side of my desk that it's been sitting there for months to, to, uh, to start reaching out. Because I, I know at least... Four kidney doctors, so I can. Hey, yeah. I can hook you up, man. Okay, all right, we'll be talking on that. One thing we, one thing that's new, uh, uh, we're starting to get into uh, some grocery stores, which is very, very new for us. Um, uh, we have our our spices uh, out on the shelf right now at uh, New Earth Market in Yuba City, and uh, soon to be New Earth Market up in Chico. And uh, we had a very, very positive meeting last week at. Uh, 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 Briar Patch uh, health food stores. They have a, a store in Auburn and a store in Grass Valley. Have you been to those yet, AJ? You, you the really only time I've been to Grass Valley one time when I lived in Lincoln to interview at Tessa's Culinary Kitchen, which is fabulous, but it's an hour and 15 minute drive and it's just too much for me. Yeah. Unless somebody um, drive me. Well, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe you could... Uh, you know, come up and do a demonstration for them and, and come hang out with us. Maybe we'll go down to the park and play some uh, some bocce ball. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, um, nice. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we're, we're starting to look into stores, which is kind of an interesting new experience for us. We also have a couple of uh, uh, new products that, that people are already starting to, uh, to, to geek out on. Uh, we just announced mm -hmm. last week we're going to start put, selling, you know, a lot of people have had our sun-dried uh, tomato powder, uh, but that's something that we make from um, super-dried, uh, sun-dried tomatoes, sun-dried tomato that's been super-dried into really, really dry flakes, 
Uh, we've had that available in small jars now for the first time. We have it in these uh, uh, plus 50 pouches. Just announced it last week, and you know, a number of people have already started ordering at that. And uh, uh, we're very close to uh, to re-releasing uh, uh, dashi kombu in in strips for for beans and for soups. And that's an interesting one because we've we've changed providers. Uh, uh, you know, we we work with uh, 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 you know harvesters on the east coast of uh, of the United States uh, where they're free from the uh, uh, from the Fukushima effect, so that we're not going to find radiation in it. Um, the the new provider, uh, the product is it's not as dry. They just air dry it. They don't uh, you know they don't heat it. Um, but this company also uh, does a full uh, uh, chemical analysis, and this will be the first product for us where uh, where we're going to be putting a uh, you know on the label that it does contain lead, which is an interesting subject and probably uh, something you know you and I could do uh, one day in an extended version, AJ, about you know how uh, you know it's driven mostly mostly by from, from California's Prop 65, but we're starting to get a lot of interest, a lot of questions from people about heavy metals and other chemicals that are being found in agricultural product. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, uh, you know, lead in seaweed is, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's a natural element for seaweed, you know, the way that seaweeds work, they're always uh, filtering seawater and, you know, the way that they build up high potassium and, and other heavy metals that we, you know, that we uh, that we revere for health in the seaweed, but it also concentrates the lead. That's so interesting um, because, you know, vinegar has often said lead contains lead, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a hard thing for us to do to put a label on our product saying, saying it contained lead. And that's part of the reason why it's taken us so long to put it back out, because the the only uh, harvesters that are not using these labels right now with uh, with sea vegetables are ones that don't do the testing. <laughs> and yeah, and fact, people need to know that that it's not your brand; it's the product. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, you know, almost all spices that grow in the ground, um, you have to be a little bit suspect that it's going to be there. Uh, we've been, you know, I'd, I'd love to say it's that we've been uh, that we've been. Uh, you know, so diligent, and that's why our product is so clean. And we have been very diligent. We're very, very picky. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, most of uh, of the spices that we get grown on the ground, you know, all of our onions, our garlic, our turmeric, uh, we do get, uh, and we have for some time gotten uh, uh, GC mass spec testing to see quantities of, of, you know, all sorts of heavy metals and chemicals. Never yet have we had to, uh, to have we bumped into the range where it's considered a, uh, a health issue in the state of California. But we had a conversation once uh, at our store with a woman that worked for, you know, well, I don't want to mention the name, but the uh, the largest spice company in the country. And she said that they can't find turmeric that uh, that doesn't have lead in it. Um, and, and part of it is. You know, I think that in the quantities they have to purchase, they can't purchase the, the quality that we're getting. Uh, but, uh, but you know, they just, you know, they can't find it. And 100% of the turmeric that they're selling right now is labeled as having lead in it. Uh, it's really very interesting. Um, 
you know, a lot of what it is is, uh, is uh, you know, totally natural. It, 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 it comes from the soil. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, there, there are potential health defects. You know, for, for example, with our kombu, you know, we don't get to the range where it's, uh, it's considered a health impact to normal, healthy people. But we have to put the uh, uh, we have to put the warning on it because it's not recommended for pregnant women, and uh, so it it had it hit that threshold. There's a, two thresholds: one for pregnant women, one for the rest of the rest of the world. If you hit either one, you have to put the warning. Wow! So uh, you you will be seeing we have uh, we'll have Dashi Kambu back up on the website very soon. It's been a very popular product for us, and actually. Very popular in our kitchen. We use it all the time. I put it in whenever I cook beans, and it just does so much for them. But that's uh, that's our biggest news right now relative to uh, uh, new products. Um, so uh, why don't we dive into this and and, uh, and and put this dish together? I've already done a lot of prep. In fact, I've gone beyond. Usually, I'll just get to the mise en place where all of the everything's put together, ready to come together. But I've actually done some cooking in advance. I'm going to be assembling three different recipes and each of these can be used in a lot of different ways. You don't have to just do this, this one combination of the three. So I'm going to do them in three steps. The first one is the simplest and that's the gremolata. You know, gremolata is a, uh, it, it's a, uh, it's a condiment from nor Northern Italy, uh, usually made with, uh, uh, with uh, lemon zest, um, uh, uh, parsley, uh, garlic and uh, and and you know then you get into the add-ons and usually it's a it's an umami flavor. Typically in Italy they would put in a you know Parmesan cheese. In this case, uh, what I'm putting in is uh, is some chopped uh, uh, chopped Nick, salt. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, Diana wants to know: Are all your products organic? And I guess it, it could ask Thomas the same thing if he's still there. People are wanting to know. Well, the answer is not all of them, no, but but a very very high percentage. Uh, uh, you know, depending on how you count, uh, uh, you know, by weight or by uh, by numbers, uh, you know, ninety percent or more of our products were grown certified organic. Um, our biggest problem is uh, we really haven't been able to get uh, uh, organic grown dried chilies. Uh, we can get you know dried chili that's been uh, grown and and milled by somebody else, but for us, it's really important for us that we get to do all of the production so that we can control it, so so we can stand by the the quality, but most importantly, the freshness. But uh, those chilies really hold us back from from uh, saying that many of our blends are are completely uh, organic. So not completely, but very very close. I guess Thomas has moved on. <laughs> no, oh, no, Thomas. He's probably just has his, maybe his sound off. Maybe he'll come back. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to put together the gramolata. Gramolata, you know, it, it's mostly dry ingredients. It goes really fast. I've already prepped everything. So uh, so it's basically, it's the uh, the zest from, uh, from two lemons. And, you know, I used to always, when I made zest, I would, uh, you know, I would, I would use a grater. I found that it's so much more flavorful and fun to work with when you use a just use a vegetable peeler to peel off the uh, the zest and then chop it. You get little bits and chunks. So 
I'm pouring them out onto this uh, this piece of parchment just to give you a sense of the granularity that I've gone for. This is a this is about an you know eighth of an inch dice, maybe a little bit smaller. Um, you know, same thing with the uh, uh, with the pistachios. These are uh, these are organic uh, salt-free uh, pistachios. They are roasted, and again, the whole idea behind the pistachios is for the uh, for the umami. And it's amazing to me how much pistachios, when you think about it, actually do kind of taste like, uh, uh, you know, like like a nice a nice piece of uh, of uh, parmesan. So I've chopped up the uh, the pistachio. It's a third of a cup of pistachio. Um, this is I'm just going to dump it in. It's basically uh, 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 mint uh, to. Uh, Two cloves of garlic. The garlic, you know, usually we think Italian is uh, going to be really, really heavy garlic. Garlic usually in a gremolata is kind of a, a subtle flavor. Uh, and then the penultimate is uh, just some chopped flat uh, Italian parsley. And I like I like to have this a little bit kind of coarsely chopped. I like gremolata to have, you know, a lot of texture to it. And then I just blend these together in a bowl. And then just to hold it together a little bit, I'm going to put the uh, the juice of one lemon. Let me just slice that. Is that pretty blue pan a La Crusette? Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it, and what I love about it and what I love about all the La Crusette is... Uh, you know they're all cast iron that's been coated with uh, uh, with ceramic, so I can use them on the uh, on the uh, uh, induction burner, and they're pretty and they're fun. Do you use uh, do you use do you use those the Le Creuset? You know I don't have one, but they are very pretty. I remember I grew up with a French aunt who was a Cordon Bleu chef, and that's what she used. It was red. I remember. I, you know, everybody I know uh, who has a, at some point they've they've burned something in it to where the, uh, to where the, uh, the ceramic gets discolored. It will happen, but they're very satisfying to cook with. I like them a great deal. Okay, so that's uh, that's the gremolata. We'll set that aside. Uh, I want to talk a, about how I'm making my uh, uh, my grits, um, and we'll come back to it later. I'll show you uh, when we plate this whole thing. Um, you know, grits, it's, it's, you know, it's just cornmeal. In fact, my preferred way to buy grits, I love getting product from Bob's Red Mill. They have a lot of organic uh, options. But what I like about them is they're kind of like us. We're really, to us, it's important that we mill the product. I like the fact that, you know, to them, they're all about the mill and, you know, and that it, the product, it comes like this. It says grits and also says polenta, which is the Italian word. Um, the point behind grits is, you know, two things you have to know, and that's all. One is four to one, which is four four parts water to one part grits, and the second is uh, uh, cook it long and slow. If you want it, you know, the longer and uh, and slower that you can cook it, the creamier it's going to come. It's going to become. Uh, so what I did, what I did with these is, uh, I uh, I I. Uh, I substituted some of the water with uh, with some oatmeal just to give it a little more creaminess. 
But uh, other than that, it's really predominantly water. Uh, and then I add, I put in uh, uh, a teaspoon and a half of our porcini rub. So this is a blend I really haven't talked about much before. Um, uh, it was originally put, it was one of our original blends, uh, originally intended as a, uh, as a rub for meats. Um, but it has a lot of, uh, a lot of applications in the plant-based world. In fact, we've had a number of people tell us that they, they love this, uh, as the main ingredient in their, uh, in their vegan mushroom gravy, particularly around the holiday times. It's very, very popular. But in this case, I'm trying to pull out these umami flavors. I wanted to take the sweetness of the grits and bring, add some umami. So I, I added the, uh, the porcini rub. Um, uh, and uh, that's really, oh, the other thing I did, and this is not in the recipe, was just kind of a spur of the moment thing, which is the great thing about cooking. You can just make things up as you go along. I added a tablespoon of, uh, of the, uh, the bada bing. And it's hard for me to look at a, at a pot of water on the stove without wanting to put some bada bing into it because it just adds so much rich flavor and texture to things. And I did that in this case because we are trying to draw more umami flavors and it does give it a, a stronger umami flavor. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll bring that out uh, and show it to you so you can see kind of what texture I go for uh, in a few minutes. But then the carrots, um, so I've got the carrots started. And I'm just heating them up uh, here. I put my fork. I'll get a new one. I love carrots cut to a plank. See, I cut them like this, so they're about a quarter inch thick, and then I then I cut them down so that they they fit on a fork, and you can get them in your mouth in one bite. They cook quickly. They cook relatively uh, 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 evenly, and you know it makes a very nice presentation. Um, you can't just use a chef knife to do it. I tend to use the uh, the the, uh, the mandolin. It's it's a little bit more regular, um, but uh, but you know the, in cooking carrots, it is the perfect example for how you can uh, saute without oil because there's so much liquid in carrots. Uh, you just throw them in the pan, dry. Uh, these have been cooking in this pan for about 15 minutes. They're just at the point where where they're getting soft enough uh, that you you know you could bite two of them without too much oil. But I want to cook them a little bit further. Um, normally, when I cook this, I'll do the whole thing on a medium heat. But right now, we're going to just pump this up uh, so that we can get this get get through this a little bit faster. I'm going to add the uh, the onion. Um, that's this is this is three large carrots. They were they were very fat. Uh, usually I like the, uh, the small, thinner ones. I find they're sweeter, but to make these planks, I needed very fat carrots. And then this is, uh, uh, red onion. Uh, I think in the recipe, I say it's cut like a, uh, uh, you know, like segments of an orange. And, I, you know, if you can just kind of see, um, we saw in, uh, when we were in, uh, uh, Oaxaca that, you know, a lot of times they're slicing the onions like this. And it gives it a nice look and feel. Uh, it still feels like an onion. It doesn't feel quite so artificial as, uh, you know, as the, the, the rings that we get when we do normal, uh, slices. Um, I like it very much like this. 
And we're just going to, I'm going to put that up even higher. So I want this to go as fast as I can. Um, so we're just going to saute this now. Yeah. How long does it take? How long from this point does it take to finish? I'd say about 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Cause I got to go. I'm sorry. Okay. It's, I can't, I feel bad, but I have another. Okay. okay. I'm so well, sorry. The whole recipe is on the uh, is on the uh, on the website at localspicery.com slash blog. Uh, I want to remind everybody uh, to, uh, uh, you gotta, to go you got to do it like Thomas does. He makes the recipe in advance. Right. OK. And then he yeah. always has it ready because. I'd love to so see anyway, in terms of in terms of consistency, I like the uh, I like to have the grits a little bit thick like this so they hold together. Um, uh, you know, so when you sell, they'll pile up and then, uh, when the, uh, carrots are done, you put them on top and sprinkle the gramolata on top. It's a lovely dish and quite tasty. It looks amazing. Well, thank you. Sorry to rush you, Nick, but I usually can go over, but today I have another show at three. So thank okay. you so much. And uh, you don't pick a spice of the month the way Thomas picks a vinegar of the month. So we don't know what you'll be making next month, but I'm sure it'll be delicious. You've avoided the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day, so you can do anything you want. Uh, okay. All right, Thanks, Thomas, is there. I'll say goodbye to you, Thomas, too. All right. Well, he's probably not there. So thank you so much, Nick. Look forward to seeing you this Sunday. And if you're free this Sunday, noon to two, the link is in the show notes where you can meet all three of us at our local meetup. Take care, everyone. Thanks for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for two more great shows at 9 a.m. Dr. Stefan Esser, he's an MD that's going to be talking about your liver and your lifestyle. And at 11 a.m., PCRM founder, Dr. Neil Barnard, and he's going to be talking about everybody's favorite subject pretty much, which is weight loss. Thanks for watching, everyone. Take care.